coming up on One Day at a Time, also known as Oh Dat. Me realizing like, hey, it's okay for me to have something of my own. Like, that's okay. And I... It doesn't make me less of a mom. It doesn't make me a bad mom. It doesn't mean that I'm ungrateful for being a mom. Like that just means that like I choose to do something for me and honor myself and a little bit of what I want because, hey, this is this is my life too. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. On One Day at a Time, we discuss the essentials and tips for the everyday woman and how to achieve your best life. Not just because you deserve it, but come on now, you were made for more. If you're new to the show, we have conversations with folks that I like to call the true hustlers of the world. Each episode dives into the heart of the guests and provides our listeners with balancing tips, the roadmap to navigating relationships, and demystifies the idea that we're supposed to be perfect as we launch season dos with our new series, More Than a Mom. Listen as Jodi Collins takes us through her journey of motherhood and how somewhere along the way she lost herself. While sustaining a heavy loaded career of being a NICU nurse and a mom of three, she realizes that it's time mama got her groove back. This series is dedicated to all the mothers who feel like they lost themselves. I'm here to remind you that you are worthy, you are well, you are beautiful, and your dreams and your goals still matter. The spark still lives inside of you. My hope is that through these episodes, something will be revealed to you. I love you, mama. If you're wondering how to start your own goals this year, or even a podcast and just need the guts and a bite-sized plan to get it started, feel free to visit my website at KarinaFDaves.com and contact me there. Or just come to Instagram at my handle, KarinaFDaves, and shoot me a message. And now, Jody Collins. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, Jody. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) All right, Jody. So I love to give our guests 10 to 15 seconds to say anything that they want about themselves to the fact that you, you know, love the Spice Girls, whatever it is that you want to share about yourself. um, You can let our listeners know. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, go. Okay, so I'm Jody. I am a wife and mom to three. I have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and an almost two-year-old. So I'm very much involved in that busy mom slash work from home life. And really, I just love to encourage other women and moms to just kind of be themselves and find something for themselves outside of that mom life. So I think that is my main message that I would love to share. Amen. That's so awesome. So Jody, take me back to Iowa. Yes, I stalked you and I found out that you were from Iowa. I am from (laughs) Iowa. Yes. (laughs) Even though you're from Texas, take us back to Iowa. Tell me what influenced you um, growing up and take me back to who you were in Iowa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Cause I feel like no one ever asks me this. I'm like, <laughs> I love it that you're asking me about it. Cause Iowa has my heart. Like that is my home. Um, so yeah, I had a great family life. Like I was the oldest of three. Um, and all of my siblings were all seven years apart. So we are like all spread out, um, same parents, same everything. Um, they just took their time having us. So I had a great childhood. My parents are very like the nicest humans you will ever meet. Um, very caring, very 
um, go with the flow. Like there was never like any, um, I don't know how to say it. Like there was never any pressure to do anything. Like it was like, you do what you want to do. And so as a child, I think I was very, um, I was creative, but I was also very, I was an athletic person, right? Like I was involved in high, in high school sports. Um, and I don't know. I just, I had a, I had a good friend group. My upbringing in Iowa was great. I was born and raised there and Iowa like has my heart. (laughs) So now you go to college, you're in your twenties and you bring along this sort of like go with the flow attitude. You know, you're creative, you're funny, you're quirky. And what hits you when you're in college? Yeah. College is interesting. Like I feel like I had my, gosh, I feel like I had my wild side in college, to be honest. Um, And I was very much like kind of in the party scene and doing that whole thing. But there was a lot of, gosh, there was a lot of probably, you know, unhealthy relationships, honestly, like with, um, yeah, with guys during, during college. So I feel like that was a time for me that now I can sit and reflect and be like, Ooh, that was probably not great what I was doing. Um, but I think also that we have, I don't know. I think it can relate to a lot of people because a lot of women have those times maybe in college where it's like, okay, that was a time of growth for me. Like that was a time of like, okay, that wasn't really me. Like it didn't feel in college, to be honest, like maybe I was trying to please others too much or, um, you know, trying to be someone I wasn't like, it was fun. I had fun in college, but also like, it was just kind of like when I, when I reflect back on it, you know, um, it wasn't really me. Like, I don't know. I I don't know if that makes sense, Karina. It makes a lot of sense. I think, a lot of us um, are defined by small moments and it's important to surround ourselves around people that are okay with you changing and you growing, right? Because what we're doing when we get to places in large communities like college is we try to assimilate, right? We try to become what everything else is doing. So like I remember showing up hung over to my writing class at eight, 10 in the morning. Like, I remember that. I remember going to, you know, frat parties and um, for all my Rutgers listeners, going to the grease trucks and eating fat sandwiches and gaining like over the freshman 15. And I actually don't recall ever going to the dining hall, um, especially during my freshman year on a Friday morning, not being hungover. You know, like I, and, and, and that was the party scene. And because I think you and I share this very like bubbly, like I'm here, you know, (laughs) you know, personality, you know, people, you know, tagged me as that high person. And so, um, without really knowing that, that I was meant to be the hype person, but I don't think I was meant to be the hype person for us to get trashed for like the next 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah no, exactly. I can relate to that too. Cause I loved to, I mean, to be honest, you know, I love to dance. Like you've seen my reels. Okay. And, um, like I was very much that girl that was like, Oh, I'm the first girl on the dance floor. Like I was fun. It was this, um, 
you know, this energy. Right. And, and yeah, I was, I would say I was a likable person, but also, you know, the, like waking up, like hungover, like, you know, doing these things, it was like almost exhausting. And so I was, um, I mean, college was fun. I'm going to say like, I had a great experience, but like, yeah, went through that and got my wild time out. And I had that stage, but it's like, I definitely learned from it. Yeah. And, and like you said, it wasn't, anything to be honest with you that I regret. I had a great time and I don't yeah. regret any of it. But I think what's important is that we surround ourselves around people that are okay with us growing and changing. And I don't judge anybody because I was there too. Um, one of the things I think that happens right before we're about to graduate is you get that one question. So what are you doing after college? <laughs> Right when you get to your senior year, right? Because the world defines our success by the next position that we're going to be. And so you graduate college, you had a great time, you have, um, you know, created this amazing just like string of friends and relationships, your bond with your family. Um, and people are asking you, Jody, what are you doing next? And what do you say? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to nursing school during college. So all through my, my time having fun too, I got a nursing degree and, um, <laughs> and it was great. Like I, I love nursing. And so also though, like, I feel like throughout that time of me having fun, I, after nursing, I kind of wanted to settle down a little bit. So this is funny because I actually met my, um, my now husband, like the very last semester of me graduating. Mm -hmm. And so like I went through college, most of college, like single, like having fun. And then the last semester of me graduating was when I met him and things moved like probably, yeah, pretty quickly. And so then I feel like I graduated and it was this thing like, okay, I have this serious boyfriend and also this career. Um, so so for me, it was kind of this time to like, okay, almost like figure out what I really want in life, you know, like, okay, settle down. Like, this is, this is it kind of thing. Like put your big girl panties on type of thing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I moved to a small town. I started my nursing job. It wasn't too far. My husband was still, um, getting his, um, degree at college. So we kind of like, um, did the whole distance thing for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of the start. Yeah. The start of my nursing career. And Jody, a lot of people don't know that you, <laughs> that you had a yeah. nursing career. Like I found out through a story yeah. and I think it, it sheds um, light on the different gifts that we all have, right? Like, I think this is such a common theme that we're all blessed with so many gifts and it doesn't mean that we have to be siloed into one that's what the world wants, right? Like the world just wants you to do one thing for the rest of your life and that's it. But I, I constantly talk about how it's not this like one gift that you're meant to play out, but it's the theme of the gifts, right? So like, I, I think like for me personally, my theme is to guide. So in whatever I do, my nine to five, you know, at my job, um, directing administration, like I'm, I'm there to guide. At home, I'm also here to guide, you know, my kids, um, as well as how-to tips. How do you do this? How do you cook that, right? And like inspire other women to do that. But I think it's, um, I think a lot of people and our listeners can listen to your story and say, wow, like you were a nurse and like, not just, and you still are a nurse, right? Let's not, mm -hmm. you know, excuse mm -hmm. that, but like you were a NICU nurse 
And I'm sorry, but like having been in the NICU myself, it takes a lot to be a NICU nurse. Yeah. You yeah. don't just like get into yeah. that, you know, um, you're basically also the doctor. And so you get into NICU nursing. Would you call that like the top of your game, like the top of your nursing career at that point? Yeah, no. So it's, first of all, it's funny that you say like the theme of our life, like you're a guide. Um, Cause yeah, I think people don't look at me and be like, oh yeah, she's a NICU nurse. Cause you're right. Like NICU nursing is very like, you have to, that's serious stuff. Like you have to know what you're doing. And I, I loved it, but to be honest, like I loved a lot of, and this is so interesting. I think I'm having a revelation here. This is, um, I loved being able to like comfort other moms, like while their baby was in the NICU, like that was a lot of the part that I loved and it's making sense now because it's like, I mean, when you're, when you're a mom in the NICU, like nobody wants to be there. You didn't know this was going to happen. You want to take your baby home. Maybe you had something really scary happen with, with your pregnancy. Like you're just scared and your baby's hooked up to all of these things. And it's like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. Is my baby going to be okay? And, um, I always wanted to be like that person to, um, of course, like you have to be able to be honest with them. Right. But like be that person to like, Hey, look, here's what's going on. Like, you know, and here's what we're doing, like be really kind of, um, comforting to them and help them feel like, Hey, this is, this is okay. If it is okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's kind of a revelation for me, but I, you know, with nursing, you can be in any field that you want to be. Um, I chose nursing. I did a college like internship within the NICU. So um, I kind of knew like that's the area that I wanted to be in. And it's interesting because a lot of people, a lot of nurses are like, oh, I don't know how you do NICU. Like that's got to be so hard. And there are hard parts about it. But I'm always like, I don't know how you do adults. Like I, <laughs> I do not feel comfortable with adults. Like I will take the little babies and do that. But like, yeah. So it's all about like what you're comfortable with. <clears throat> so a lot of people don't know that you also had your kids while you were doing all of this. So yeah. you have three kids and the first two, you end up going back each time, right? Yeah. So I was working, um, full-time like night shifts, um, with my first two. So my first two, I was doing full-time night shift. My husband was like on dad duty <laughs> and I would remember like getting pictures of, you know, him and, um, the babies at home, like cuddling while I was at work and it worked, it worked for, um, for a while. So we were living in Las Vegas at that time. And, um, <clears throat> I was doing, yeah, the whole nursing, the night shift thing. And, um, just really in that whole like mom mode, you know, mm -hmm. like that was what I was doing. Mom, go to work, mom, go to work. And, um, yeah. And so then we moved from Las Vegas to Texas when my second was a year old and we had, um, our third baby Carver, Mr. Carver, mm -hmm. such a wild man. And he, um, I was still doing NICU at that time too. So, I had started, let me see, you're making me think because I had started my blog, um, mm -hmm. during, during yeah, during that time. And that was more so like, Hey, I'm going to do this for me. Cause I felt like I was not, 
I was, yeah, I was, it was my career and it was the mom life. And I just felt like maybe I, I just felt like I had something more to offer. So that was when I started my blog in 2017. And um, that was actually before my third and we were in Texas and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I feel like I have something to share with the world. So I'm just going to do it. And it was very much a spur of the moment thing. Um, and so I was still doing the whole nursing thing. And then, you know, when I, when I didn't return to nursing was after my maternity leave of Carver of my third. So, um, so that's kind of like where we're at. Yeah. In the situation. I don't know if you want me to keep going or (laughs) it's okay. It's all, you can let everything out because I think what's important is that as women, um, we have these ideals of what we want. And for moms, like we wanted a family. We wanted to become a mom. Yeah. And um, some some people would say it comes at a certain cost, wherever that cost may have been. But um, Audrey, who I, I interviewed for More Than a Mom as well, said that, you know, if there's never trauma, then you, nev- you can never grow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to hear more about that revelation because I think for the moms listening or for future moms, you wake up one day and you're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I had a whole bunch of other stuff that I wanted and desired. I didn't just want to get married and have a baby. And while this is amazing and thank you so much, God, for allowing me to do this, I got more. And you woke up one day and you had that feeling like I have more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I, um, and you know, I think that as moms and, and here's the thing that's so crazy because like I was living that, yeah, I was living that mom life and, um, which is what I always, always, always wanted. And I think so many moms can relate to like, this is what I wanted ever since like I was a kid. And, but I just had that like inkling of like, okay, but like, what about me? Like, what about me? What, am I doing for myself? And I will tell you, like, I am not that like perfect stay at home mom type of person. Like, I'm just not like the one who's got her ducks in a row. And like, she's, you know, that's not me. And I need something for myself. And I think when I, I think the thing that happened is like, me realizing like, Hey, it's okay for me to have something of my own. Like that's okay. And I, it doesn't make me less of a mom. It doesn't make me a bad mom. It doesn't mean that I'm ungrateful for being a mom. Like that just means that like, I choose to do something for me and honor myself and a little bit of what I want, because, Hey, this is, this is my life too. And, um, so for me, I think that, you know, that whole, like starting a blog, making an impact on women's lives, like connecting with others. I think that is like my, um, my other thing, you know, that I love, like, I love connecting with other women. So I think once I realized that, Hey, this is okay. We don't have to be a martyr and like be tied to, you know, our kids 24 seven. Um, once I realized that, that was when things started like I started to come alive, honestly, like I started, my whole personality started to like come out. Wow. So this like person that was sort of like people saw sprinkles of in your twenties, you're like, I need to evolve this person even more and people need to see who she is. Cause I'm meant to help other women. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And like, not made in a, in a fun kind of like maybe carefree way. Right. Like how I was raised, you know, like in this, like very, like, um, kind of like low pressure way. And, and I think maybe with nursing, like it was that like, okay, you very much have to be like put together. Like you have to know what you're doing. Like, and so now I'm not in that nursing sense. People don't know me as that. So maybe now I feel comfortable, like, Hey, this is kind of like, this is me. This is the real me. I don't know. I, I think I'm still kind of reflecting on that because it's still kind of recent. Um, but it's yeah. very interesting to think about. Yeah. And I think that that's what this podcast does is it requires us to think about all these past moments and people all the time have revelations on here and they're just like, wait a second, this is, this is what that was. Um, but there's a little bit of a gap. And so you do your blog, you have Carver, and then you need to go back into what I like to call the cave. Because even though there's all these amazing things happening, I think that it's important for us to talk about and let moms know that, um, yeah, you can have a goal and yeah, you can be super excited, but it's okay to have the low days. And so as you start your blog, you're coming out, everything's going amazing. You have Carver, then you kind of go away for a little bit. Talk mm -hmm. about that. What happened? Yes, I did. And that time was actually like, while I was pregnant with Carver. So, um, that break was, yeah, I, I just, I, I honestly like couldn't keep up with it all. Like doing the, doing the blog, um, you know, being pregnant, having two, um, two kids already who were pretty small, like in, you know, their activities, like I just, I needed a break to be honest. Like I just needed that break. And, um, I think it was just a revelation of like, Hey, like I, I can't, I can't do this all. Like I'm about to have a baby. And, you know, I was still working full time at that time, nights, pregnant working nights, which was really hard. Like I could do night shift Karina when I was young, like it was no problem. I was like the spring chicken and it was like, okay, yeah, I can work my 7 PM to 7 AM shift. I'm good. Girl, when I was pregnant and trying to work nights, that was hard. Like wow. that was hard. And um, and and it's interesting because that I, I never went back to nursing after that. You know, like I still have my degree and it could be something I do in the future, but um, but that was that was really hard for me. Yeah. So so I think the break came just from knowing, like, hey, I, I, I need this break. I need this break for me. Mm -hmm. And I know one of the things that you talk about. Um, on your social media page is one, you don't have to be here all the time. Like you can take weekends off um, Two, don't become so over consumed by, you know, the following. And you talk a lot about like the downfall of, or even just the moment, we don't have to call it a downfall, but even the moment of losing a lot of the following and, and the people and what that did to you. But instead, while you took your, you know, we'll call it five minutes to sort of um, process that, you came back strong. You came back like fierce, like people connect with you in yeah. a way that you don't see. And I think it's so inspiring. It's so important. What like, what were you thinking <laughs> when you came back? Yeah. So I, well, it's interesting. Um, Cause I think I did come back in a different way. Um, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like I came back and like, bam, I was changed. I think it slowly evolved like, okay, 
really like, what are people really kind of listening to my people on, on Instagram and like, what are they connecting with? And like, what do they need to hear? And, um, what are they really like? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like I feel this. And once I figured that out, like, okay, this is what women and moms like, you know, they like to know that we can do our own thing. They like to see the struggles of motherhood, like not just the pretty pictures of, you know, your perfect kids. Like they want to see like real raw things, like relatable things. And, um, I think once I started to just be honestly, like, myself and real, like just very real that people, um, people connect to that, like people connect to real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so, and so I took that break and I kind of slowly came back. I slowly started to do that. And yeah, I love the, the community I have on Instagram. Like everyone, honestly, like I'm known for being that hype girl and that confidence like booster, but like y'all give me a hype and confidence too. Like by <laughs> you guys hype me up too. So like, it's a two way street. Like I hate that. I don't want to say hate, but I dislike the word like influencer because I all, I feel like we can all influence each other. Like I can learn things from you, Karina, mm -hmm. and you can learn things from me and we can all teach each other everything. And so I really take like what my audience says to heart, like, and I'm like, okay, what is she really saying here? And I just, I really analyze it. And it's like, what do women need? You know, what do moms need? Mm -hmm. One of the things that people talk about a lot is like, okay, you're giving me what makes you happy. You, you have your children, you have your household, you have your spouse, you are confident in the road that you're going. Now I wake up feeling heavy one day. Okay. I'm going to focus on a goal, but what is your idea of balancing it all? It's the one question that I feel like moms talk about constantly is, do you balance it all and how do you do it? Like, what is your perception of balancing it all? Oh, yes, balance is hard. Like, and I very much, I don't want to say like I'm an expert on it. Um, balancing mom life with work from home life is really difficult because it all intercedes each other. Like, it's like, okay, I've got, I'm staring at this, you know, pile of laundry, but I also have this work to do here. Like, it's very hard. Balance is a hard thing as a mom. Um, you know, I think for me, it helps me to realize that like, I just can't do it all. And if mm -hmm. I don't get everything done on my to-do list, which my type A personality does not like. Um, <laughs> if I don't get everything done on my to-do list, like it's okay. It's okay. Like mm -hmm. give yourself that break. Um, give yourself that grace, like do what you need to do. But like, if, you know, the laundry can wait that, you know, deadline that's due in a few days that can wait, like whatever can wait. It's okay. Give yourself some grace. And that's part of the reason too. Like I do encourage time off of social media. Like I haven't been on stories for a couple of days now. And honestly, like it feels great. <laughs> like it feels so good. Like part of me is like, Ooh, I need to get back on there. I need, you know, but, but you need to take care of yourself too. And I think a lot of how I do that is just by listening to my body, like being super in tune with like what I need in that moment. Like, do I need to hustle hard right now and like make this happen or do I need a break? And I think for me, that's what balance is, is just listening to 
listening to my body and what it needs. Yeah. And I think that's so important because when we become a mom and a wife and, you know, we still have friends, I think one of the things that the first thing that suffers is ourselves, right? Like, and that's really the cause of why we lose ourselves because ourselves is up for grabs. Like we just suffer a lot and we forget about our likes and our dislikes. And we forget that we were a leader at once, you know, like even if it was a leader on the dance floor, like we led at once. And I think we forget all those um, fun moments. And so for the moms or for the future moms listening, um, you know, your idea is I'm okay with everything not being balanced, right? Um, I have, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. My kids are in a good place. I'm loving, they know I love them and they love me. Yeah. And I think that it's a balance and, you know, but here's the thing, like, you know, your husband with his drag racing and you with your podcast and the same thing with what me and my husband have going on. Like, I think it makes us better people when we have like our own things and like, Hey, let me do this for a few hours on a Saturday morning. And like, it makes me happy. It fills my cup. I'm, I feel fulfilled. I've got, I've got it out of my system and now I can go and be a better wife and be a better mom because I filled my cup. You know what I mean? And so I think that by balancing it all and letting you, letting your spouse do what he or she needs to do in terms of, you know, whether it's work or fun, however it is filling their cup, you know, then you come back and you're just, I don't know. I think it makes everything flow more nicely. Mm -hmm. Jody, you're a thousand percent right. Because if I were to take or he was to take away any of the things that we both liked, I think I would be one of the most resentful human beings alive. Yeah. Like I would feel so bad. Like then why did we decide to have kids if if we weren't going to be able um, to make this 50-50? And, you know, one of the things you mentioned before, like there are days where it isn't 50-50 because his you know, hobbies or even his work does come first and I'll take more of the the domestic things and vice versa. Um, and I think also having the mindset of letting things go, like we take care of our children very differently, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. when I yeah. leave him home versus when they're home with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think walking through the door and just letting go of, you know, that diaper and they haven't taken a nap and whatever, like, we'll just get through it is also super important. Like that key of what you said, giving each other grace, not just yourself, but each other, um, I think is so vital. And so like, as you're balancing, um, letting things go, having grace, building, you know, yourself as an entrepreneur, having your hustles, you know, um, inspiring women, being this like hype mom, like, it's amazing what you're doing. Thank Um, you. (laughs) What do you, what would you say is what drives you every day to do all of that? Because when we feel lost that day, and I think every mom can literally remember the day where you woke up and you're just like, I need more. I need more. What is your drive every day to make sure that you achieve all these things, that you are filling yourself up? What is driving you? Yeah, I think, gosh, I think for me, just knowing that like, I'm worth having something that makes me happy or like fulfills me. And so I very much have been on this like entrepreneurial journey of like, okay, what am I doing? And I've pivoted and I've evolved and I've changed courses. And I think that's okay. I think it's 
me figuring out like who I am and knowing that like, Hey, there's something more out there for me. Like I might not be able to put a finger on it right now, but like, I know that I'm worth it. I know that I'm on the right path and I, it's worth discovering. Like it's worth looking into. So I think for me, like, I don't have like an end all be all plan right now. I just know that like I'm living in it right now because it feels good and I like it. And I'm going to continue, continue on and see what happens. I love that. I love that, Jody. So one of the last questions I ask all of my guests is if you could sum up in about 10 to 15 seconds, everything you've learned in the last, we'll just call it 20 years, 20 something years, what would you tell our listeners? Oh gosh. Wow. That's a tough one. I would say like, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition. There's something there. Um, I would also say like, you're worthy of whatever it is that you want. Like you are 100% worthy. Um, and just to like, you know, honor and trust yourself. I think like we are like, we sometimes second guess ourselves, you know, whether it's society or, you know, um, you know, our mom, our mother-in-law or whoever's talking to us, like we're getting so much information, but like, there's something to your intuition and you know, what's right for you, you know, like, so follow that, be yourself. Don't be afraid to be, uh, to be you. Like we do not need like everyone to be the same in this world. And I think that's the beauty of it. So trust yourself, love yourself. Like you're worth it. Amen. That's so beautiful, Jody. I love that we were able to spend this time together. I'm so grateful for you and just everything that you're doing and what you're instilling in women. Um, honestly, hermana, like, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank you for being on One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT, the place where I love to interview the true hustlers of the world. I love you, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you. 